today we're going to begin our fifth hour focusing on patterns with the students. Let me preface this by addressing a fact that um, an experience most of us have when we learn a new language. We always feel that the native speaker is speaking much too fast. I, you know, it's like they're saying things and I just can't pick them up. They're, you know, I, I catch certain words, but that's it, you know. Um, I liken it to standing on the subway platform where you have these subway trains whiffing by you and boop, 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 they're moving by. You can't see the number. You can't see the uh, where it's going. You can't see the people in the train. It's just a big blur. Then all of a sudden a train will come and it simply stops in front of you. You're able to see it. The door open, the number of the subway, people in the subway, and you walk in. That's a lot like conversation when they first learn it. When they first have the native speaker talk to them, they're going to be, you know, a bit shy, frustrated, embarrassed. I don't know what they're going to say. They will say something. Let's take, for example, um, this, I'm supposed to be verb ing. Uh, are you supposed to be meeting her today? And when they first ask you that, all you're hearing is are you and meet. That's all you're hearing. Some suppose, you know. But I know the pattern is this because I've memorized it. I fill in the blanks. I'm supposed to be meeting my friend. Now, after many times of hearing the question and answering the question, you're going to be like the person standing on the subway platform. The, play, the train is whiffing by you. It's going to come to a stop. The door is open, and you'll be in command because it's no longer sounding like they're speaking fast, but you are gaining control of yourself and your ability to hear. You'll be standing on the platform, the door opens, you're not going to give a second thought again, he's speaking too fast, because you are comfortable with the patterns. In the beginning, in each lesson, like when we studied lesson number one here, uh, you know, they, they say, you know, do you want to study? And they will go, you know, they'll take about two or three times longer to answer it than you said it. The more they say it, the more quickly they'll be able to respond. So the first four lessons we have identified for the students, first of all, that we have a plan. You know, I'm not going to be coming into the classroom and, um, you know, taking up their time telling them about my personal life and, you know, politics and this types of thing. I mean, it's a pure waste of time. You're focused on the patterns. You're going to be drilling them. They're going to be talking more than you're talking in the class. They're not going to be writing things down. They're not going to be singing songs. So what have we done so far? We have made the foundation that they're becoming comfortable in asking a question and responding to a question. The first two sets of hours, we have established do, did, will as the question marker. In lesson three, we've tried to get them comfortable with the verb to be in the question. So do, did, will. Are you, were you, will you be, right? 
And in the fourth hour, which we had yesterday, we explained the anomalies. These are the different uh, ones where we don't use do, did, or the verb to be. So we get them accustomed to this. The beginning of the hour, five to ten minutes at least, ten minutes at least, role-playing, questioning, using the patterns, right? Going, weaving in and out. The fifth hour is uh, today. It's um, much simpler. I um, made it that way so that we can begin to slow down a bit because some of these patterns are going to be used with our new patterns. We'll be using, instead of one pattern, as you see here, they'll be, they'll be doubling up. And you'll see that with the reviews and as we question here. So we're going to go to uh, lesson five. And lesson five, I go to here. There's two PDFs that will be used in, in the group. I first just want to show you this one. Now, the, you know, it's all right, it's okay. People hear it a thousand times. Very, very common pattern. As you can see here, it can be either used with a verb or with a sentence. The plus means just a positive sentence. So this is, is it all right to talk to her? Is it all right if he comes? Right? This is a little shorter. This is a little longer. This is more dynamic with a sentence because uh, you can add a pattern. Is it all right if he can't go? You know, with a negative. Is it all right if he wants to go with me? So this is a bit more dynamic. So I would begin here, have them answer you. Is it all right to go? It's all right to go. Is it okay to meet her? It's okay to meet her. Do that a number of times. Um, ask questions with what, where, when and who. Who is it okay to see? It's okay to see him. You know. Then I would move over to the sentence. Um, is it all right if he comes? Is it all right if they decide to leave? Is it all right if he's thinking of coming tonight? You know, so you're, you're two patterns here. You're making it a, a bit more dynamic for them. This is the negative. Is it all right not to um, uh, meet her? Is it all right not to talk to her? And the sentence. Is it all right if she uh, doesn't um, plan on coming? This is then the opposite on the other side. It can be a little bit confusing because you're going between three patterns which seemingly are very, very similar, but in fact very, very different. So I would go through those. Then I would go back here and I would go to this PDF, print it out for them, give it to them. Because this will show them that there's also a very short form which has the same meaning. You know, it's all right to come in. You can come in, you may come in, it's the same. Is it all right not to go? It's, you know, it's all right not to say that. It's all right not to give it to her. You know, you don't have to give it to her. You don't need to. These are very similar. You know, it isn't all right to do that. It's the same as you shouldn't do that. But I always teach this part first to develop a good familiarity and um, um, allow them to become comfortable with it. Then I do allow them to see the short form. 
because they're also used in conversation. So that basically is your fifth hour. It's an hour of power. There's going to be a lot of magical moments as you're teaching the students, as you see the their eyes welling up, they, they're getting it. It's really fantastic. <laughs>